Welcome back, Stack Attack Squad, to the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, 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 baby, yo, what's up? It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me, as always, is my brother from another mother. It's Trader Andy. What's good, my dude? What's going on, bro? How are we doing over there with the technical difficulties? I don't know, man. We're going to do some... Yeah, you're like freezing on me. It's kind of messing me up. But It's like back on the first, the very first uh, live stream, right? So how are you feeling? What's going on with you? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just hanging out, having a good time, feeling better. Um, I, I just mixed Cabernet with a with a cough drop. I do yeah. not recommend. Yeah, you're uh, you're doing much better than I am, that's for sure. Let me just tell you, my old age. Well, speaking of old age, man, uh, happy birthday to you soon enough. But I just want to be the first coming one to up. tell you that. Coming up, um, thank you. But based on that, I'm, I feel a lot older than you, man. I uh, look at what I got here, man. This is what I've come to in my life. If you can read it, Tylenol arthritis. You know, oh, obviously, obviously, I've spent way too much time on my knees in the past. Um, Yo, <laughs> well, 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 oh, Yo! Well, you know what I'm talking about. But let me let me describe. I was a catcher for 21 years, not that kind of knees. <laughs> so all those people that just said, "Yo, get your head out of the gutter." <laughs> I was a catcher, and uh, yeah, my knees are killing me. But it wasn't because of that. But yeah, it's it's real, man. My legs are killing me. I'm an old man. Yeah. So. You'll always be younger than me, man. You're trying to catch up, though. You're almost there. <laughs> You're almost there, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big four seven tomorrow. How about that? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You know something? I I, w- I was listening to the radio today, and Johnny Damon was talking. Yeah. Do you know he's been out of baseball for ten years. Uh, it's been that long. Yeah, we're old, dude. That's bad. <laughs> and, yeah. and speaking of being old, why aren't we famous yet? Why is there only three people watching? Uh, because there's only three people watching. My wife, your wife, and uh, yeah, someone else. And Pigbird. <laughs> <laughs> Loyal watch. Dude, let me let me ask you something too before yeah. we get into some baseball. Do you know what this Wordle crap is? What what is that? Wordle, I, I forget it. If you don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Some I crazy some, word game that's going on. I saw Pig Bird was tweeting it, and uh, it I saw somebody like post something about it. I thought they were talking about uh, a Waddle, and they just mis- misspelt it. I don't know. Jalen Waddle. <laughs> All right, whatever. Uh, it is what it is. All right, so y- your boy, your boy Passan tweeted everything out today about the uh, the lockout, basically saying that the. The players got a, a proposal, a, a mini proposal from from the owners today, and they they turned their nose at it. But a couple of cool things in there. Are you any have any interest in this? What what is this that they're saying that if they bring up a top prospect and they win awards such as the Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, MVP, that they might actually get some draft pick compensation? Yeah. That's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know what they're. I guess they're trying to, uh, you know, prevent the guy from being held down. So, right? Is that is that what they're trying to do here? So they can, uh, uh, if the guy, if Chris Bryant comes up and hits ten home runs in the spring, you're going to make team and win the rookie of the year, and then we'll get compensation for it. Yeah, but half the time these guys win it anyway. Six weeks in, right? 
Yeah. How often, like, like seriously, does the rookie of the year often start the season from day one? Not really. No. Unless right. they uh, had a uh, cup of coffee the year before and almost broke the rookie stats and then comes up day one, uh, you know, someone like uh, Shane Boz or something like that, and then they come out and, uh, yeah. So they come out and win it, win it this year. So we'll see what happens. But, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, man. Rich is trying to talk to some women in the in the chat, and we're blowing up his time. Sorry about that, Rich. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> talk, about, right. talk about someone being really tan, man. The guy goes, he's like fifty-seven. He goes tanning more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you still do that? Uh, once in a while, once in a while. Oh my god, <laughs> I have never in my life stepped foot in a tanning bed. Uh, all right. And, and I'm clearly like have a darker complexion than you. Look, you're paler than I am. You're nuts. All right. You keep drinking that Cabernet, bro. It's Cabernet and <laughs> cough drops. Thank you. <laughs> the breakfast of champions. <laughs> yeah. I was but, doing but, I was doing the I was doing the, the gym tan and laundry before the Jersey Shore was. So all right. <laughs> On that note, let's get the baseball man, because this is yeah. killing me. All right, all right, no problem. So, what are we <laughs> going to talk about today? Uh, let's let's go through the ADP, and I I don't want to get into any real deep breakdowns on players or anything like that. We'll get to that when we do our full blown positional uh, breakdowns later on in the month. But let's just run through some ADPs and see what jumps out. Who's who's looking good to us? Who's not looking so great? Uh, we talked about some corner infielders and catchers last week, so let's do uh, let's do the middle infielders right now. My my initial takeaway: everybody that said third base is is uh, shallow, and that you have to do it early. I think you need to look at shortstop. Shortstop is a dynasty league position, but when you look at it. For redraft, it gets ugly quick because a lot go at the top, starting yeah. with obviously Trey Turner and Fernando Tatis right up front in the at uh, 101 and 102, basically, in a redraft. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it gets ugly quick, if you ask me. Um, Turner and Tatis, do you, you want to uh, you want to debate that or just personal preference? Well, it's personal preference. Uh, you know, me and you definitely. Uh, we're a Trey guy, so um, we uh, actually took him uh, first overall in our, one of our first drafts. And I think that just stays. Plus, him getting that little extra eligibility at second base is is uh, nice as well. So, um, not really much of a debate. You just flip a coin, but you know. And then again, you have to worry that Tatis is 100% healthy and not like falling off of uh, motorcycles and stuff like that. So, right. I know somebody who in our home league has both of them. So, <laughs> hey, and, and while you're taking credit, kudos to me for three years ago telling you to trade Pete Alonzo for Fernando Tatis. And kudos to you for pulling the trigger. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, definitely a nice trade concern. I got uh, Alonzo back too. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So. All right. So, so Turner and Tatis are, are full blown first rounders. Uh, Bo Bichette has an ADP right now of five. 
five. Oh, oh, by the way, I got him in the home league too. So I got three guys. In the you have three five. of the top five players. <laughs> uh, yeah. One might say that you have a plethora of shortstops. <laughs> Definitely. I think the, what we need to talk about is number four. And I think that's where the fall off begins. And he's actually the one player that I'm actually going to avoid is uh, Marcus Simeon. Uh, we were all really? over him last year, and I feel going to Texas, I see 15 to 20 home runs less than what he hit last year. Wow. I think the, the drop-off is real, and I think it's going to happen. And he's still going to hit you know, 28 to 32 home runs, but it's going to be a major drop-off from what he did last year. And you know, Okay, so we're staying away from Simeon. Yeah, I mean it, – in the late second round in a 15-teamer? Yeah, yeah, I'm probably not doing that. Definitely. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. So next up would be Timmy Anderson, uh, about eight spots after Simeon. I, I like that a little bit more, right? It's safer. Uh, gives you some, a little extra speed. And the, the guy's a hitting machine. I mean, he's a guy who didn't come up with a huge hit tool. And, you know, he just – wins bang titles now and he's really stepped his game up. So uh, I love I love Timmy and I would uh fire him up. Fire him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty easy. Uh, all right. Trevor Story is the sixth shortstop off the board. Avoid. Avoid. Why? I'm avoiding him. And I know you're this is a nice little debate that we have. Uh, he's He's gonna. He's a free agent. All right. He's gonna sign somewhere. All right. And the craziest stat I saw was that he's a career three hundred three hitter at home at Colorado. He's a career two forty one hitter on the road. And I think that he's gonna be exploited. I think he's a you know a product of Colorado. And I'm gonna let someone else pay for him. Yeah, I, I would definitely feel better about taking Xander Bogarts right about the same time if you're looking for a shortstop, right? Perfect. Yeah, that, that, that's an easy sell for me. And the guy after them, uh, about another six or seven spots later, is, I, I mean, barely yeah. cracking the top ten in shortstop. <laughs> We've done, what, four drafts together so You can't far? pass them. You can't pass up on them. Just can't pass on them. Fifth round. Frankie. Francisco Lindor, man. You got to do it. I think he's going to improve. I think uh, the second year in uh, New York, I think he's going to improve and he's going to get back to that uh, year that he had in 2018 where he had 20-plus stolen bases, 30-plus homers, bat 280. That's what he's going to do. So I'm all in, and we're going to get a nice little value on him. Okay. So you think there's enough stolen bases to keep it? He's going to get 15? Yeah, yeah, 15 to 20, I think. Well, that, that's what's funny is when he was coming up, we always viewed him as a prospect as batting average and stolen bases. And the, you actually you know, hate him. What home runs come, come, right? Yeah, you hate him. He, he was actually talked about as a glove first prospect, not even a Yes, hit. yes. Uh, I remember uh, so, yes. So, so hard work the, pays the off. Powers come through. Now he's a perennial thirty home run guy. Yeah, can't go wrong. Can't. Nope. Uh, absolutely. Too cheap. 
All right. So the next debate is the dynasty guy, Wander Franco. Where are you at with Wander in redraft going in the fourth round? Not taking him. Not going to take him. I'm going to let him pass. Uh, I'll, uh, I'd rather take uh, Javi Baez, who's going uh, 10 picks l- later than him. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think uh, the power is going to be there right away. I don't think he's going to steal a lot of bases. You know, you're looking at maybe 15, 18 home runs, maybe five to seven stolen bases. He's going to have a really good bang average. He's going to be on top of the lineup. He's going to get uh, 100-plus runs. But – yeah, you know, it's just if you're wasting that high of a pick, I want some really good stolen bases and really good home runs. Wait, you just gave him 18 and seven for this year? 15, 18 home runs. And seven stolen bases? At the most, yeah. One. Oh my God. Too like, high? You're, you're the king of the fairy tales. You're you're like no. a Disney production over here, and you're actually grounding your expectations on Wander Franco I'm, in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little more realistic for the viewers. All right. What do you think? I'm I'm proud of you. No, I I mean, obviously, I'm very, very conservative with my projections, especially on young players. And I I tend to agree with everything you're saying. I'm just in a little bit of shock that you actually (laughs) said it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I... I, So you'd rather have Javier Baez... The man with the hole in his swing in Detroit, then Wander Franco. Yeah, I think Baez is going to get 20 stolen bases. Uh, he's got some big time power. Um, you know, he, bang average isn't as bad as it was. I mean, last year, uh, everyone said bang average was around the 240s. He was batting 260. So, I mean, how much of an issue does he really have? So, let me, I'm pulling up uh, Steamer really quick, and it has Franco with. 19 home runs and uh, I stole base, didn't show stolen base on there, but 19 home runs. Uh, I'll take the under. All right, I'm in. I, I like that. <laughs> Here's my thing on Javi Baez, too. And you know, I've always been a mark for him since day one. He's always had to swing like he's trying to win the MVP. He just got paid. He just got paid. So I think he's going to put that aside and, and focus a little bit more on contact now and trying to win because he's got paid, you know, unless I'm completely wrong. And now it's nothing, but I'm going to try to win the MVP, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, could try. he wants to hit 50 home runs now. Who knows? Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, so moving on with shortstops, uh, here's two guys that are at the uh, pretty much the same ADP of 75. Talk to me about Corey Seager versus we got the Jazz. We got the Jazz. Uh, I'm going to shoot for uh, zero shares for this year in redraft. I don't want either. Uh, I wow. think, uh, you know, we're saying shortstop is, is weak. You know, I like some other guys and stuff, but there's a lot of guys in the top 10 that I just don't like. Uh, I just, Seeger's kind of like, you know, like Saquon Barkley, uh, Odell Beckham, you know, guys who can't stay on the field. Byron Buxton. Wait, Nick's not here. This isn't football. I know. Byron Buxton. All right. These are guys who can't stay on the field and Seeger can't stay on the field. And, uh, I'm just going to be very cautious in drafting him. Um, as far as 
Uh, we got the Jazz. I think there's going to be some contact issues. I think he's going to regress a little bit. Uh, I think that he could bat 220. Um, I, uh, I was surprised what he did last year. And uh, I think that he's going to have an issue making contact with the pitchers having an extra year of data. All right. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I like it. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I'm on board, and I'm going to be passing on this tier 100%. That basically rounds out your top 12 if you're in a 12-team league. Uh, Jorge Polanco, 33 home runs last year. Is that real? I love him. Um, he's a guy who does this like every year. He just does. He exceeds expectations all the time. You know that he. I think he bad like two ninety with twenty one home runs in the second half. The guy like was based on some team's waiver wire in the league. Yes, in small yes. league, and I picked him up in the league. And he became my damn best player. Like yeah, uh, it was just he had such a run. I mean, last year was the year based on runs, like. Kyle Schwarber was basically Barry Bonds for like a month. It was like these guys had remarkable runs, and Polanco is one of them. Uh, he's dirt cheap. I would take him over half the guys that we just named in the top ten. So, all right, that works for me. That ra- that wraps up the uh, the the top fifteen for the most part. Um, Bobby Witt. Yeah, that, that's your boy. So, what do you guys say about him? Tell me. I here here's the thing. It, this guy's a future first round pick in fantasy. Okay. I don't know if the future is 2023 or 2026, but it's going to happen. He's going to get there because he does everything. Maybe what we talked about earlier with the new collective bargaining agreement, maybe that causes him to be up on day one, which could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, right? My my belief is most likely he misses the first 30 days of the season, comes in somewhere around mid-May, if, uh, assuming a regular start date. You know, you're you're going to get 2020 out of this guy regardless as, as a rookie. I think it's it's pretty much written in stone. Um, if, if you're in a dynasty startup, you draft him in the top three rounds. And you're going to get two rounds of discount at some point. So it's worth it. You know, we, we, we did, uh, we, we did that, uh, dynasty auction startup and he went over $50 out of a $400 budget. So, and it's worth it. You know, I, I mean, for, for some context, the top players, the, the, the top five or six players went $80 and more and we went for 50. Soto Soto went for one hundred six, right? Yeah, one hundred six. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that ever. I think some some guy spent uh, two hundred dollar players. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And we're gonna do another one next. Yeah, next I can't week. wait. It's great. Gonna, <laughs> and we're gonna and make I, uh, cross pay for Kelnick. Oh, dude, 40, <laughs> 50, 60, whatever, man. Cross gonna pay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what what do you think about Carlos Correa, man? I I had him in TGFBI last year, and he was he was good, not great. He was a great value. He's barely being drafted in the top one hundred. 
Where's I don't think he to? does enough for fantasy to really be a, that viable of a pick. Well, depends where he goes to. Where's he going to play? Yeah, you know, uh, there's just no one has a clue where he's going to play. I, I think the Astros might move on from him. Uh, yeah, could he, could he go where? Toronto? I don't know. Where Where's he going to go? I don't think the Yankees are going to pay for him. I really don't. You know, our, our little counterpart, Nick, is not here to say, oh, Yankees, Yankees. But the Yankees have, like, superstars in the minor leagues at shortstop. Like, I, I just don't think they're going to tie up that position for the person that they call the next Derek Jeter with Volpe. So, um, yeah. Well, let, let's talk about that right there. All right. Because, you know, we again, we got another dynasty startup this week. And Volpe is the hot name in dynasty circles right now. <laughs> Do you think this guy's got Bobby Witt's level of, of helium? Because it sounds like it. Uh, I mean, I think so. I think he might be cheaper than Witt, and that could be a, a major value. I think I like his hit tool a little bit better than, than Witt's. I think yeah, he's going to make more contact. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's going to be some months where Witt bats like uh, – 210, you know, I I, I think Vol- Volpe can be uh, a better asset, and I think he's going to come at a cheaper price tag. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in, man. It, <laughs> it, it, me, me and you are on separate teams in, in that. Uh, are we? Are we? Yeah, that's what it uh, looks like, uh, man. They're, they're breaking up the squad, so. I'm scared. If you're scared. Uh, no, I'm not scared. If you're no, not scared. They are, they're scared. They want to Oh, they're scared. Yeah. <laughs> Superpower. <laughs> you you, you oh. got to break it down, man, is what it is. All right. It, it, so moving forward is that, you know, we basically covered all the all the shortstop ones and we're halfway through the through the twos. Is there anybody else that's really jumping off the board for you? Cronenworth uh, and Swanson were really good last year. Adamus was really good last year. My guy, he was he was uh, as uh, James Anderson said the other day uh, to to me. He said that uh, Adamus was the best hitter on the Brewers the whole year. Like, and it was a real thing. Like, he couldn't see the ball in Tampa, and then as soon as he got traded, he blew up. And I called that. I knew it was coming. I said it was coming, and I, I told people to pick him up last year when it happened, and uh, paid dividends. All right. Um, All right. Well, I mean, there's uh, uh, there's plenty of other guys on this list that yeah, um, we're we're heavily invested in Glaber Torres. What what's the chances of a bounce back on this? It's it's really been two calendar years since we saw it. I I, uh, I just you see he still he'll... ran last year. He still ran, but the home run total wasn't there. I think he had like nine stolen nine home runs last year, something like that. I know. I think you're going to see maybe 18 home runs. Maybe if you can get 18 home runs and 15 stolen bases, you're happy. Uh, you know, you just have to pray that Torres doesn't get any days off against the uh, Orioles because I think he had 18 home runs against the Orioles that year uh, when he had the 30 plus home runs. He like destroyed the Orioles. So. Um, yeah, but they just moved the fences back, so <laughs> yeah. So now he's screwed. All right. So, and then uh, you know, people like uh, Luis Urias uh, plays multiple positions. He uh, he had a breakout last year. Had some uh, extra power in there too. And uh, Gavin Lux is another guy who's 
probably going to get full-time uh, at-bats now as long as the Dodgers don't mess anything up after a lockout. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, talk to me about O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> that was they, the rookie they, they, I was actually going to bring. I was going to bring him up actually. That yeah. Was the rookie. Yep. Um, so I mean, he doesn't play right field. You know, scouts have been saying for years that he's going to move to the, to outfield because the guy's six foot seven. Um, I just it, I saw a video on him. He actually moves pretty smooth for a six foot seven guy. Yep. It's like uh, Tony Gonzalez playing uh, shortstop. So, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, the guy, he's just massive power. Uh, the stolen bases, he steals bases too, even at his size. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, he's going to be uh, one of the guys who whose ADP is going to jump. Uh, it's at like 240 now. And uh, when, you know, he hits a couple home runs in spring and uh, – you watch. It's going it's to keep creeping up there. Um, well, what do you know about this guy? Uh, I, I, I think he's a, a, a physical specimen. He's an absolute freak. He can do a little bit of everything. And, you know, he, he, what he played two games last year, he got called up. He, he uh, had the, the, the max exit velo hit in the league and homered. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, what's not to love about it? Like you said, he's six seven, like two ten, two fifteen, something like that. I mean, that could cause a problem with mechanics and make his swing long. And uh, he could have so he definitely does have some uh, contact issues. So that'll be part of the growing pains that comes up. But uh, I forgot who he was traded for, but he was uh, he was actually signed by the Dodgers, right? And it was uh, trade over. So that's uh, the Pirates have done a really good job. And making all these trades, let's just hope they can keep some of these guys and put a team up there. Well, there's talk. You mentioned trades. There's talk of Kevin Newman getting traded after the lockout's over and all that. They're, they're trying to look for a trade partner. So I think that they're looking for this this guy to get the job they won. I think so. Uh, I think uh, nothing's going to stop him. I don't think, listen, Kevin Newman's not going to stop him. So, Good point. Good um, point. Yeah, Kevin Newman might be a guy who jumps over to the Yankees because I know the Yankees are going to try to either bring in some kind of shortstop or some stop gap. So we'll see what happens. All right, all right, all right, Andy. I I, I got a draft champions league on an FBC that I, I I actually cheated on you and I did a league without you. Um, and what? wait, wait, wait. I, 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 I kind of punted shortstop and. We're in round 20 now, and I don't have a starting shortstop, and all of the guys we've talked about are gone. I just so do you, go got, do you got one for me? I, well, I just want to go back. You you actually did one without me? Yeah. Okay. okay. I got another one, no, coming, I, I got I another one I coming on Saturday, I, too. I don't, have a, I don't have a shortstop for you, then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. Yep. I gotta develop the brand, man. It's like, gotta, it's like we're breaking up online right here. I mean, this is crazy. It's all good, man. <laughs> That's all right, man. I, I I will always love you. That's okay. <laughs> Paul DeJong. I can't have Paul DeJong. He's not he's not a starter anymore. No. Who's yeah. left? So so the oh. move then is Jerry Pena. No. All right. I, I know that's your guy. How about this move? How about drafting Bryson Stott as my starting shortstop and then taking some 
crap bag like Nico Goodrum or something like that to plug in for the time being. I I don't know if you need to really do that. I think uh, you're looking at a spot where Bryce and Stott might actually start day one. You think so? Yeah. It all depends what happens with this uh, uh, CBA, but he's one of the names that might be there. Uh, he was very impressive in the Arizona Fall League. I know the the Phillies love him. I mean, there was a that I heard some guys saying that there was a running joke that said, "Oh, Bryson Stott's on first base again." Like all he did was get on base. Like the guy just gets on base. He's a perfect number two hitter for that team. Yeah, we've done this before, Scott Kingry. No problem. Ooh, don't buy the jersey. You don't get the jinx. I got one. I got one. I'll wear. I'll wear it on our next episode of Stott. Huh? Of Stott. No, not Stott. Kingery. No, I know you got Kingery. I said don't buy a Stott one. You're going to jinx him. Ladies and gentlemen, the Russian bots are in the house. We're here. (laughs) It's not a Stack Attack podcast episode without a Russian bot in the chat. Here we go. All right, let's move over to second base. (laughs) Uh, We we already talked about Trey Turner. He's he's the one-on-one for me because of the dual position eligibility. Ozzy yeah. Albies, you buying into him as a first round pick? Late, early second, you know he's definitely the n- number two guy. I I I love him. Uh, he does everything. He uh, impressed last year. He got even better, and uh, I think he's gonna continue doing what he's doing. Still, it definitely makes him a easy number two pick. Right. Cool. All right, Whit Merrifield. What do you think? Being drafted in the late second round, early third, depending on the size of your league. Uh, if I can go elsewhere, I'll go elsewhere. I, uh, I'm not really sold. I, I, you know, there's only so high you can go right now, right? I mean, he did. Ha- he had a crazy amount of stolen bases last year, so I just, yeah, it's nothing sexy about the pick. If he slips a little bit, he's a value. But right, what do you think yeah. about him? You know what's sexy? I, I don't mm-hmm. think anything about Whit Merrifield. I don't do that. Like, yeah. I'm just not in that game. I, I'll, I'll take Whit Merrifield Jr. Uh, in the 280s, Nick Madrigal. But, uh, yeah, but he, he's going to hit about 10 home runs more than Nick. Uh, yeah, year. and I'll, I'll take oh, him 22 yeah. rounds yeah. later. No yeah. problem. I mean, I mean Whit had 10 home runs last year, and Nick loved zero. So uh <laughs> he had two last year. They were like uh, the two best yeah. days of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh had 40 stolen bases last year. Yeah. Um, um yeah, but obviously you know that anyone who listens to this show more than once know that uh Nikki is uh a fan favorite of the, the, the show. Yeah, that's that's later. Uh I'd ra- I personally if if you're if you're trying to sell me on on Merrifield, I'm gonna say I'll go about 40 spots later and take jazz Chisholm instead. But I believe it or not this year, I'm really more focused on home runs from the second base position than I normally would be. That's usually a spot you look for stolen bases, uh, but I'm loving guys like Jose Altuve. Yeah. But uh, he, if he's a, they're same ADP, uh, him and jazz. I mean, I wouldn't even think about taking jazz. I would just take Altuve. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean they're I'll take they're the right 30 there. Thirty yeah. home runs in five. Yeah, with a two eighty average. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, hundred runs scored. For me, Jazz Chisholm is a shortstop. He's not a second baseman. Like 
there, there, there's no way I'm taking him as the second baseman at this ADP. It's all about Altuve right there. Yep. And that team that you want to break up with me about, uh, <laughs> Altuve be on that squad. So, oh. where are you at with Brandon Lowe? Being drafted about the same spot as Kettle Marte and Tommy Edmond. Tommy Edmond of the sneaky 30 stolen bases. I like Edmond. I, I, that's, uh, he's your favorite of the three? Uh, of the three, I think that he's the safest out of the three. I think, uh, uh, you know, how many home runs? 39 home runs. Are, were those real? I mean, you, th- you think he can repeat that? No. Yeah. Okay. So it just seemed a little high, and he's gonna sell at his high peak. And I don't like player buying players when they're at their highest level. I like buying them when they're Brian Reynolds, and then they become an all star. Well. All right. So let's go to Cincinnati. We're gonna talk about a guy just who's being drafted about a hundredth overall that I was on before he was drafted out of the University of Florida. I I said I, I said before the draft that year. I, what, what was he number nine overall? I believe. Yeah. I, I I said I got the same feeling about this guy that I did about Chris Bryant that he's going to make that much of a fantasy impact. Ooh. Jonathan India <laughs> and his his uh, prospect candle just fizzled. Yeah, fizzled, and it, it it just never was there. And I'm completely uninvested in him. In fantasy, and then he wins the rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. So I know this is a guy that you've bought into. I, I bought into many, many, many moons ago. You know, yeah. does a little bit of everything. Where you at? Well, I, I mean, I, I I bought into him after I actually watched him. Uh, you know, a lot of these people, they do their uh, research by looking at a computer and doing this. I'm all about the eye check and – he just passed all aspects of the eye. You know, speaking of the eye, he has great eye at the plate, and I love that. That's like, segue. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, he's just a guy who works the count. You know, just it's all about like Moneyball, man. When 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 you work the count to this, you're you know you're gonna get better. Pick. It's all about working the count, and he uh, provides better opportunities at the plate when he works works out the the count. All right, that works. All right, Nick's not here to talk about DJ LeMayhew, uh, who's going 13th overall at second base, a far cry from last year when he was being drafted in the third round. Any shot at a batting title again, or no, that's a wrap. Uh, I think uh, I think you've seen the best days of DJ. Uh, I know these Yankee fans, we, we talked about this last week, but uh, the Yankee fans obviously – uh, said he was hurt and he was working, working through the injuries. So, yeah, he he could be better than what he was last year, but uh, the, he's not going to pop the ball over the right field fence like he did two years ago when the ball was all doctored. So I, I think uh, he'll uh, be all right. You know, he plays three positions, so that provides a little, a uh, uh, little bit of uh, flexibility on draft day. But that's as far as I go. All right, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so moving down a little bit and and wrapping up the uh, the second base one position, two Dodgers, Chris Taylor, Max Muncie. What are your opinions on those guys? I I rather take Chris Taylor uh, for okay. 
than LeMayu, uh, obviously. You know, both play same amount of positions. Uh, and, you know, he's healthy. He uh, plays all over the place and he's comfortable in the Dodgers and they put up a lot of runs. I'd rather take him for, you know, 30 picks less. Uh, Max Muncy, big question mark. Um, you know, CBA comes through. Is there a DH? If so, I'm sure he, he moves up a little bit in his ADP because he uh, has a, a UCL problem in his uh, elbow. So, yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> it's the yeah. worst. I can, so, I can tell you how much pain that is, bro. I can't even lift. You you see me using the, picking up my wine with my left go. hand? Use that. I that can't helps. lift. <laughs> if I try. Oh, no. <laughs> A little dramatic there. Yeah, you had, you had UCL problems for years, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. But he's, right, he's so, a question mark. But but would you rather either of those Dodgers, and I, I know you prefer Taylor, or Ty France? Doesn't run, but a little bit of pop and some good batting average. Uh, I'm, I like France. That was my guy last year. and uh, He was streaky. Uh, yeah. Real streaky last year. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, he's going to be starting first base every day this year. And uh, I think he'll be solid. I, I prefer him over Muncy because I'm not about to take any kind of, uh, you know, risks in uh, January. But uh, once more data comes through, you know, maybe I'll throw him on uh, a different team. But for now, I'll go with uh, France and Taylor. All right, cool, cool. All right, so separate the two Colorado guys for me, Brendan Rogers and your namesake, Ryan McMahon. What, what, uh, what about Gary Hampton, man? Come on. You got to throw him in there, too. Yeah, throw him in there. What the hell? <laughs> three three Rockies. Uh, I, you know, Brent, Brendan Rogers is supposed to be, uh, you know, the, the, the one. You know, like Neo in the Matrix, but uh, he, <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's just, you know, he's just a guy. Uh, I, I feel that I don't know what it is, but all these prospects with the Rockies, they come up and they're they're not that good. You know, Hampson was supposed to be great. I mean, he's not. You know, at the value he's getting, in, it's, it's worth a flyer. Uh, McMahon, you know, we hit on him a couple years back. You know, some decent power and the ADP was good and the position eligibility was good, but it's still good. Yeah, it's, it's still just, good. Second base and third base and, and being drafted at 175 overall. Yeah. I mean, in that park, I prefer him more than any of the three. That's we'll go for right, that. That's cool. All right. I, I you know, I, I don't I don't mean to name drop or anything like that, but uh oh. You know, we're in a, a high stakes. It's it's I, the second most expensive league we play in, uh, Dynasty League, and we just made a trade with uh, somebody who works for Rotowire, <laughs> where we gave up Kike Hernandez and we got uh, Simeon Woods Richardson and Noah Syndergaard in return. So why was James so high on Kiki Hernandez? Is the, the you know, it's just power, right? I yeah, I actually talked to him about that. He said, uh, you know, he was basically uh, was a position of need, and he had to overpay to get a guy. And Kike solid. No, uh, is a risk. I mean, obviously, it's not like we got home runs here. Um, and 
and Simeon Woods, he took a step back last year too. Yeah. He was not good. Um, obviously, I tried to get Lynch, but uh, he you got been, lynched. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we took a rest there too as well. But I think long term, getting a front line starter possibly, it's, it's it was worth a shot. Right. All right, my my guy Nick Madrigal. Uh, his ADP now is two ninety nine, right? Barely in the top three hundred. So he's being drafted in the bench rounds, and that league that I was telling you about at my, my NFBC uh, fifty. I, I I needed a second baseman, and I I figured I'd I'd pop the new the new uh, minimum on him. And I took him at I think 215th overall. And then I found out somebody took him at 145th. So okay. maybe it was his mom. Just like, yeah, it had to be Ke- like Keston Hurria. You, you know what's <laughs> funny about that too is yeah. I, I I know you realize this yeah, the 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 movie the new Disney movie Encantra right hmm. the the family name is Madrigal. And I'm wondering if he's just getting an ADP bump on that because oh, God. <laughs> we're all going like look to, to our, our young daughters, like, oh, I drafted a Madrigal. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Just to justify fantasy oh. baseball to our to our oh. family. Well the, to be honest with that, I, I think that the uh you know, obviously they're in a rule retooling era, but I think that uh both guys in the middle infield uh provide Speed and ADP value with uh, Magical and Nico Horner. I think both are going to be playing. I think both will provide a lot of speed later in the rounds. And uh, obviously, everyone's overpaying for speed. So if you miss out on one of those guys and you take like Freddie Freeman and Xander Bogarts in the first two rounds, you don't have to worry and start chasing steals and overpaying for steals a little later because of that. So you have some guys at the end that can provide that. Do you think there's a chance that Nikki and and uh, Nico that one two in that lineup? I I would love it. I, yeah. I don't know if they will. I think if the DH comes, I think you're going to see one bat ninth and one's going to bat first, and you're going to yeah. be pissed off. Um, you know, but on the, on the turn as well, you know, that's a nice little DFS uh, turn there with nine and one. Yeah. Well. According to roster resource, they have they have Horner sixth and Magical eighth, still with a pitcher. So I I don't I don't know if if that's looking too good. But Rafael Ortega as the leadoff hitter, I don't yeah. know about that. Uh, He's just a name. He won't he won't last. <laughs> what a terrible lineup that is. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Right, that that's why I'm in on Madrigal because he's got a bat lead off because he's gonna be on base and they're just gonna let him run. No, yeah, they're gonna want to trade uh, Contreras too. Everyone's gonna get traded, right? Uh, that's how we roll. <laughs> All right, so, anybody else at second base you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, based on ADP, and obviously it's January, so it can't be crazy on this right now to see where it all fall, unfolds, but Jeff McNeil at 311 is uh, a very nice value. Uh, last year, he started swinging for defenses and went away from his game, which made him six, a successful major leaguer. I think that he will come back if uh, Robbie Cano 
goes away, and uh, he could uh, get some solid bats in uh, in that big lineup. All right. Any, any, anything else? Last call on second base. No. I think we're good on second base. All right. So I want to ask you about the Hall of Fame. Oof. Big Poppy, Hall of Famer, yes or no? Yes. All right, I agree. Barry Bonds, Roger Clements. Barry Bonds is my favorite player. Uh, and um, obviously, does juice make you a better hitter? No. Contact skills, he was the greatest player that ever played the game. You know, he he uh, walked you know, led the career walks. Uh, you know, he got a pitch this big and he hit it every time. Uh, obviously, the juice makes the ball go a little farther. The juice obviously let him uh, have bigger years in his uh, uh, 40s. But he was a Hall of Famer before it happened. And uh, he's not going to probably be in there. You know, we're going to have uh, Pete Rose, Roger Clemens, and Barry Bonds. Yeah. Gonna be in that little hall. You ever see that Sketcher commercial? That's hilarious. You ever yeah. see that one? He yeah. goes, "Oh, you're not. Allowed, I'm not allowed in the hall." <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't care about the Hall of Fame until they let Pete Rose in. Uh, I, I think that's a travesty, especially uh, since every this is all legal now, right? It's all legal. I mean, obviously, well, you can't bet on the game when you're the manager. <laughs> true. True. So, so let me ask you that then, okay? 25 years from now, okay, they legalize steroids in Major League Baseball. Do you put Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire in then? I mean, you probably do, right? <laughs> yeah, obviously. You know, I, uh, steroids is a beautiful thing. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, you know, I think uh, – it was. There's a whole big gray area. I don't think uh, they're going to be let in. I think the people in the the Hall of Fame right now said they won't support it. So I can see the committee not putting them in. All right, all right. Before we head out of here, we got some support for Keith Hernandez in the chat. How do you feel oh, about God. Keith? <laughs> uh, Keith, that's my guy. You know, oh, I uh, loved Keith Hernandez. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's my favorite Met of all time. Uh, they're actually uh, one of the best defensive first basemen I've ever seen. Uh, Easily, the best uh, defensive first baseman. Uh, he Will they're, Clark. They're retiring his uh, jersey this year, uh, so that'll be exciting. Um, and uh, based on a little throwback, I, I have my uh, throwback of the day. Oh, all, all right. right, let's all right. go. Let, what let's do you got see, for me? Let's see if you you can get this. Let's okay. go. Okay, uh, this uh, guy won the rookie of the year. Uh, won an MVP. Uh, let's see. He, uh, ah, that's going to ruin it right there. Uh, he, uh, fastest person ever to 100 home runs. Really? Okay. Fastest person ever to 200 home runs. Okay. Interesting that you're not there yet. Uh, played 13 years, 382 career home runs. Uh, does, does he have a World Series title? Uh, yes, he loves Subway too. Yeah, it's Ryan uh, Howard. Okay, you got it. Now, <laughs> now here's the, 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 the way thing. that you were supposed to phrase this yeah. is 
he's one of two players all time that in his first three years has a rookie of the year, a World <laughs> Series championship, and an MVP. Name the other. Ryan Howard and? Uh, what was it? The first three years of their career. Yeah. yeah. Rookie of the year, mm-hmm. World Series champion, and an MVP. Uh, still in the league, still on every team I draft. Pools? Chris Bryant. Oh, all right. All yeah, right. Ryan Howard and Chris so, Bryant. Only so two listen, ever do listen that. to this one stat as I'm going over Ryan Howard. This is the craziest stat ever. So he played 13 years. Okay. You know, he has 12 stolen bases in his career. Okay. Do you know that in uh, 2009, he bad 313, 58 homers, 149 RBIs, and had eight stolen bases? Eight. Imagine that in fancy year. purposes. Yeah. That was the year he ate Subway, probably, and he just started running. <laughs> that That was the worst. Like, if there's anything in the world, like, all right, when when Joe Carter hit that home run, I I had a towel over my head, and <laughs> I I still have never watched. That I know, I know this. Over I know. Fence. I can't watch it. Like, <laughs> I can't. But 2009, <laughs> like losing to the Yankees in the World Series. Thank God that the Phillies were defending champions, but losing to the Yankees. In the World Series was absolutely heartbreaking, man. Raul Abanez. Oh, God. We had Pedro, and we couldn't get the job done, man. Uh, Is what it is. All right. So, what's going on next? I don't know, man. I got another draft on Saturday. Uh, is this one you're doing without me or with? with yeah, Mike? I got I got recruited by uh, Mike Mazzato. Uh, he, he's one of these big shots in the NFBC that it enters all the like couple thousand dollar entry leagues in the main and all that and so i'm i'm doing that draft on saturday we got the uh we got the dynasty startup with uh clegg and 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 cross from fan tracks coming up this week so is that yeah, this weekend uh, this starts? yeah a lot a lot of drafting going on uh we'll get back to writing in the next couple of weeks but uh right now it's about drafting and you know getting to know the player pool understanding the ADP and be able to bring this to you guys, uh, you know, to the best of our ability and, and, and crack some knowledge. Right. Absolutely. All right. And when we got, we going, uh, outfielders. Yeah. I think we're going to do that on Sunday, possibly at night yeah. while you guys are all watching football, we're going to be talking some baseball, uh, outfielders, ADP through the NFBC and dynasties and, 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 and whatnot. But, who needs Sounds football, good. man? It's over with. All right. right? Sounds good, man. Get to your Cabernet. All right, brother. <laughs> I, I'm at JTrella20. This is at AMAC22NJ, Trader Andy. This has been the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Trevor, thanks for all you do. Take us on out of here. Peace.